listening to the Batman Universe Commentaries, brought to you by thebatmanuniverse.net. Join the staff of the Batman Universe as we watch another exciting incarnation of the Cape Crusader from his extensive media library. specials today we are doing the commentary for batman forever and it's going to be myself and this is savannah you got josh and like i said we're going to be talking about joel shoemaker's first attempt at ruining the bat franchise i know a lot of people have been really wanting to hear this joel shoemaker uh, commentaries just because of so much hatred we've tossed joel shoemaker's way over the last year and a half, we've been doing these podcasts. So, um, I'll do it just because Apple does it in all the other ones. If you want your nachos and your popcorn and your soda pop, go get it now. We're going to get started. And, alright, now you should have all your little concessions that you want for the movie. Let's get started. So, three, two... You gotta love that morphin. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird how they changed, like, even the fonts and the way that they did everything kind of changed. I don't know. It looks different. I love how Val Kilmer, he's the headliner, then goes Tommy Lee Jones. Hmm. I would imagine Jim Carrey would be higher than Tommy Lee Jones, considering Jim Carrey got paid like $7 million to play the Riddler. Yeah. Jim Carrey did was a, a bigger star back then, too. Yeah. Yeah. And did a better job. That's debatable. I don't... <laughs> That's like comparing, like, an F to another F. <laughs> well, yes, but... I like Jim Carrey. It's just, wow... <laughs> Ah, the famous... Uh, oh, this starts yeah, in this lovely. movie. I forgot that. Oh, there we go. Yeah. It's amazing how fast he can get dressed. I love how he's wearing mm. high heels. <laughs> wow. I miss, uh, by the way, Danny Elfman's score. It just wasn't the same. Yeah, who is it? Okay. Elliot Golden Hall, or I don't know how to say his last name, but something like that just wasn't the I same don't, Apple said that we have to comment on that Batmobile for him by the way he made sure of that last <laughs> night so nice yeah. Batmobile yeah it's a nice Batmobile <laughs> I love that he's gonna go get some drive through yeah. yeah I remember that was on all the McDonald's commercials back then because they were advertising their Batman Forever glasses which I still have somewhere oh yeah yep, yep. and I Batman's like I'll, I'll get drive through Go to McDonald's yeah. with Batman. Yeah. Then he goes. <laughs> he pulls up to the bat. He pulls up to the drive-through with the Batmobile. That commercial, I think, I don't think I'll ever forget. It's amazing how many people are standing at this scene 
compared yeah. to yeah. the past movies where Batman would just show up by himself. Now there's a thousand people down below and nobody's doing a thing. They're all waiting for Batman. And look at the difference in the people, even though it's changed Two-Face's monologue now, but it's just the difference in the scenery and the difference in how he dresses the extras. I saw Drew Barrymore's name in the credits earlier. I forgot she was in this movie. Who did she play? Uh, Sugar. Oh. Uh, Two Faces. Uh, one of Two Faces' henchwomen. That's the weird. Other, the other, I don't know who played the other actor, uh, the other character, but the other one was named Spice. We'll see those the, at the point where uh, Riddler kind of comes into. Yeah, he's like, it's out. good housekeeping plus whatever. Yeah. I remember it was like split down the middle. <laughs> Yeah. I can't decide if that ma- Two-Face makeup is horrible or good, because I I don't like that it's almost bright purple. But it's alright as far as the shaping and stuff. You know, when I first saw the movie, the, the I didn't think the makeup was that bad. I just didn't like that his hair was dyed purple, because <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't that's make any so sense. Weird. And... I don't like his outfit because I think it's stupid how he has all of these different kinds of animal skins on it. Yeah. He, very I, flamboyant Two-Face. <laughs> uh, here's Only Batman half. showing off to everyone. Which is so not the way that he does it. Nicole Kibben's instantly in love. I did not enjoy this banter between... Chase and Batman. It's also corny. Yeah, Chase is um an original character. For the first two movies, they used established um, love interest from the comics. Yeah. Where they just, I guess, created somebody. And it really didn't work. Yeah, I read your work. Naive but insightful. I love how they give all the exposition just yeah. standing there. She, like, doesn't take her eyes off of him this whole scene, even when Gordon's like, can we reason with him? <laughs> Bats are not rodents. So <laughs> I disagree. What are they? I guess they're They're just... mammals, but uh, I get rodents. I mean, mice are mammals and still rodents, so... I don't yeah, know. flying rodents. I don't know what a ro- what the categorizing for a rodent is. I'm sorry, but if you're a professional like psychologist, you have a PhD in everything. She is acting like a 15 year old schoolgirl, and I know that it's Batman and everything, but she's supposed to be on the job right now. Yes. She's, Can I call you bats? What kind of a professional is she? Not. Uh, two faces. Henchmen have two faces. It's, it's interesting to me how any criminal could just easily get a... Rent a crane. Yeah, rent a crane, have it set up, and use the wrecking ball to bust open a spot on the wall. And yeah. there's a thousand people below who wouldn't be able to do that. Unless the ball was attached to the helicopter that he flies away later on, I just don't see that happening. 
You can't fly a wrecking ball on a helicopter. Yeah. Well, I didn't think you could fly safe either, much less a safe <laughs> be able to be pulled That's out so easily. But valid point. I also find it's... it amusing how uh, somehow all the guns have to have these little neon lights around their magazines. Yeah. That's a little bit superfluous. Everything's neon. Yeah. It's like Those masks Batman are kind of odd. It's like Deathstroke. <laughs> that would be funny. Now see, this scene right here with the guy running at him with the, ble the blades, that reminds me a lot of... Uh, the scene where the guy in uh, Batman 89 with the Joker with the blades. Yeah. I wonder if that was supposed to be homage. Maybe. It's a trap, Batman. You're so stupid that somehow <laughs> you didn't realize that it's a trap. Now we're gonna die. Batman would be, like, a lot less useful if he got trapped was all Val the time oh. and <laughs> just happened to escape every time he got trapped. He shouldn't be getting trapped in the first place. It seems like he gets trapped a lot more often in these Joel Shoemaker movies than anything else. Well, I can see how he's trying to add a little bit of conflict, but it can't happen every time. Oh, come on. How strong is that cable? Exactly. Or, I guess, chain yeah. link. There's no helicopter that could do something like that unless it was like a military-grade uh, uh, military helicopter. And even then, I don't think Two-Face can just get a hold of a military helicopter. Exposition. The guy, oh no! It's boiling acid! Yeah. Like, who, who would say that out loud if acid was filling up the safe? That's for the benefit of the viewers. Obviously. Or maybe it's for the benefit of Batman, because if he got trapped, maybe that guy doesn't have as much faith in him. Oh, my glasses! They're burning! If that were really extremely corrosive, it would just be going through the metal. Exactly. That really bothers me with the, the way they use That's the That's what hearing aid you're using! I need that to hear. I'd rather die than lose my hearing aid, fat man. It's amazing how you can turn the safe from the out from the inside. <laughs> yeah, I don't okay, think you was, could actually do that. <laughs> if I was Batman, I would have just let that guy go in the acid at that point. <laughs> also, if that was boiling acid, I mean, if that were like hydrochloric acid, they would be dying from the gases that would be being released. Just saying. I'm a science nerd, so that stuff really bothers me. It's not that hard to research, Schumacher. This is another really amazing thing. Okay, so the chain link is strong enough, but yet somehow this little cable that looks like the same cable you'd have on a bike lock of some sort is strong <laughs> enough to hold it as well. It's amazing how he did the math so quickly in his head that it lands right in the exact yeah. spot it came from. I tell you, Batman must have a degree in mathematics. I wouldn't have trusted the guy to hang on. I would have thought that he would have, like... I would have, like, seen him safely to the ground because he could have well, fallen to his death. Yeah. Here's a real good point, though. Um, the guy was on the top of the safe, and somehow when it goes into the building, he's on the side of it. How did that work? It's the magic of Schumacher. 
Yeah. Uh, the big the naked giant building. naked men, yeah. yeah. I'm loving it. <laughs> we were tracking the evolution from like 89 to returns, how the statues got more big and more naked. And less abstract, too. I mean, in returns, they were like art. In this one, they're just like bronze. Beefcake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I also found it interesting that that helicopter can just fly through something and not have anything happen to it. Yeah. Two-Face is so comical. Fresh, yes, yes, happy day. And then earlier in the movie when he gets out of the safe, he's like, no! It's like a Roadrunner cartoon. <laughs> Batman's gonna go like, meet me. And the fact that Two-Face <laughs> shoots his own henchman who's flying the helicopter makes a whole lot of sense because... Two-Face knows how to fly a helicopter. Yeah, that's part of district attorney training. Oh, Gotham City is now New York City. It has the Statue of Liberty. It's amazing how (laughs) that works out. Yeah. I was just always convinced when I was little that Gotham was New York. And I'd be like, see, because like all of all the times that the Statue of Liberty showed up, it also showed up in the animated series and a few times in the comics. (laughs) But okay. sometimes when it shows up, they do something like make it the statue of Gotham. There are so many things wrong with this right now. Okay, first of all, helicopters do not have steering wheels. You can't no. put a club on a steering wheel. Where did that? Where did the parachute just come from? Oh my! Oh. <laughs> it's under his jacket. <laughs> and. and it, it's it's it, amazing how the helicopter can hit the statue and blow up, but it couldn't hit the. Red eye sign earlier. Yeah, the Statue of Liberty is made of copper. It's not gonna, it's just gonna hit it and dent the rotor blades. It's just. eh. I was never quite sure about that slow motion in the water either. I was like, what are you going for? Like a Bond girl thing? (laughs) Okay, so. Here we see Wayne Enterprises for the very first time with naked men surrounding the city. Lovely again. But what's interesting (laughs) is that the original cut for this movie, if anybody's ever watched the special features, the original cut was this was actually supposed to be the first scene of a movie. And then the point in time where he uh, goes to, or he he goes to his office and takes that crazy thing that somehow leads him all the way back to the Batcave, even though he lives outside of the city, becomes Batman, and then then he goes into taking out Two-Face at the bank. So this is a different version of what it was intended to be. We also didn't see uh, Wayne Enterprises in 89 or uh, Returns. Yeah, it's I mean, we saw, we saw Bruce doing business in Returns, though, with Shrek, but, yeah. you know... <laughs> I mean, this movie, you get the sense that Bruce is, you know, like, a very big, you know, business figure in the city, where in the first two movies, if you hadn't read the comics and that was your impression of Batman, all you would know is that Bruce was just some rich guy that lived on the hill. Yeah. Why is he so rude to this underling in the first place? Like, that's not even Bruce Wayne. I don't think it's so much that he was rude as he was just... Being real, or you know, being real. The, the reality is, some guy has some crazy idea. He thinks about the idea, 
and thinks to himself, uh, that's not really going to work, so I don't think so. Especially since it's, oh, it has to do with mind manipulation. That's true. <laughs> he at least hears Edward out. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like even his pre his, the way he's presenting it, I mean, he looks like he's crazy. I would have said. Yeah. I don't understand why they would have somebody like him working at their <laughs> place. One, he looks psychotic to begin with, and two, his workspace is not like anybody else's. He's got crap everywhere. <laughs> and a shrine to Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. The big popcorn thing on top. <laughs> and that's why Bruce Wayne has his glasses, so he can take them off slowly and dramatically to make a yeah. point. <laughs> Did you say brain waves? <laughs> it's amazing how he calls Bruce Wayne charming. <laughs> I guess he is kind of nice to him. It's just... Clearly he's insane, so... I would step lightly around this guy. <laughs> I would get ready for the restraining order. Yeah, no. see? Like, he's like, he's like give, me the, give me the plans. And he's like, well, I want an answer now. So that's why, because he was being pushy. Right. Yeah. Okay, now, those two people, the Asian person and the African-American lady behind that just walked off with Bruce, those two appear in every Joel Shoemaker movie. Really? That's yes. different. They're Who are they? The opera? <laughs> yeah, I, the, the, there's a thing online that says that he puts them in every single one of his movies. Like Who in are Batman. they? I don't know their names. I just know that in like Batman and Robin, they were... Uh, they were working at the observatory. Huh. Bruce Wayne's office has naked men in them. I find it interesting how nobody would ever see the trap door. And where did this bubble that he's in right now <laughs> come from? And how does also, it get all the way to the Batcave? And don't people get suspicious when he goes into his office and doesn't come out? <laughs> <laughs> we were also talking, too, how in each movie, like, the Batcave entrances get more elaborate... Yeah. Like, I think in the first movie, he just goes down the stairs and returns. He goes into that little torture chamber that just, like, slides him down. Now mm -hmm. he's got, like, an entrance from his office across town. I think that the second, well, the Batman Returns one was kind of a happy medium on the crazy, elaborate entrances. And, and even Alfred was like, yeah, I'm just going to walk downstairs. And he gets there, like, just as fast, like, a second later. Like, oh, you're here. <laughs> I find it just oh. as interesting how um, how fast Batman... I mean, he's in his office. He can somehow get to his bat cave super fast. Okay, I can, I can fly with that. But then he's in Gotham, and all this is super fast. But when he saw the signal originally, it was like dusk. Now it's pitch black outside. Yeah. So, obviously, Batman, it would take a long time for him to get to a crime in, in, that was occurring at the time. Yeah. There's one and of the more dated lines in the movie, the bass signal's not a beeper. 
chicks love the car. Raise your hand if um you still use a beeper. Yeah, nobody's hand is up. <laughs> oh, there's the famous bat nipples. Not as bad as in Batman and Robin, but they're there. Yeah, uh, the the awkwardness is still present. You know, honestly, I gotta say that if I, as a male, was choosing between Kate, uh, Kim Basinger as Vicky Vale, Selena Kyle, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer as Selena Kyle, or Nicole Kidman as Chase Meridian, I'd probably pick Nicole Kidman. Even with the psychotic uh, chasing I, you? Just, just, I, I, just for her looks alone. Let's just. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this, that's a good line right there. Or do I need a skin tight vinyl and a whip? <laughs> to a Tim Burton film. Yeah, but then, like, later on, he's like, I've never been in love before, Alfred, where it's like, wait, what? So is this in a different continuity than the first two movies? Yeah. Because you were in love with Vicki Vale enough to tell her your secret after one date, and Selena Kyle, you invited her to live with you at the end. Yeah. I like how Gordon Gordon shows up with, in his pajamas. (laughs) He must live in the police station. Would make sense in this twisted shoemaker Gotham. (laughs) Women as he drives off. (laughs) This scene is so weird. With the sparks flying. Like, is he welding? What is he doing? Well, if he. What he's doing with the tools that he's doing, he's. uh, What is the thing he's doing? Oh my god. I don't know, but whatever he's doing, it wouldn't be shooting sparks. It melts no. the p- electronic stuff together. Oh, he's soldering? Yeah, soldering, that's it. There's no sparks. That's not sparking. <laughs> Caffeine will kill you. So, uh, casting. Jim Carrey has the Riddler. Thoughts? <laughs> Kind of a clever casting move. I don't know. I think he did pretty well. I don't know that I would agree with that. I mean, like, nowadays it'd be a little bit different, but even people saying Johnny Depp playing Riddler, I don't know. Like, I don't want the Riddler to be some kind of crazy... Yeah. ...funny person. And no offense to Johnny Depp, because he can do some other things besides silly roles, but I just feel like if they cast Johnny Depp... That's be, the direction they would go. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. why if Chris Nolan is going to still do Batman 3 and he's going to use the Riddler, I don't see him using Johnny Depp. I just don't see how that how he would want that to work. It would be for the name recognition, if anything else. Well, oh, but, yeah. But at the same time, there's plenty of people that he could have made the Joker that he didn't that he could have got better name recognition. I mean, at the point when right. it was announced that he was Heath Ledger was going to play Joker, it was... Most well, people were he mad. he just was in Brokeback Mountain. Uh, I don't want that guy to play that. I don't want that guy to play the Joker. Jim Carrey was such a big star in the 90s. Yeah. Freaking flock of Freuds. <laughs> I actually used to find that funny, but... His one-liners... <laughs> I used to say that a lot. Freaking Lock of Freud's. 
this was a weird thing. Why did he decide to suck up the guy's IQ if he doesn't even like respect him? I don't know. Just a weird thing. Oh my thing. god. The feeding off your brain dance. I forgot about this. Yeah, he's such a spaz. Although, for the record, I think the comedic type Riddler, the Jim Carrey Riddler, could have worked. And I think it comes very close. But I don't know. It's just, it's a different take. And it was not well directed. The problem is they make Jim Carrey off to be this person who has to get other people's IQ instead of him just being smart from the get-go. I mean, yeah, okay, he came, comes up with this correct uh, this invention, but it was by accident that he could suck their brainwaves. Yeah, that doesn't quite work for me. The backstory on this, that he's, like, obsessed with Bruce Wayne. Why is Jim Carrey so sweaty? His <laughs> neck, his face, is all covered with sweat. So that the neon would shine on him? properly (laughs) (laughs) that's a lot of physical work he had to do I mean maybe the helmet like you know made him sweat or something yeah this reminds me of up in a building that high the glass can easily just be knocked out by a chair hitting it at a very slow speed yeah that's some good architecture and he's just gonna let his helmet go that's another thing that bothers me. Like, if I had spent that much time and that much angst on my invention... Oh, no. He did take it off. Yeah, that's why he ran over there like, oh, no. <laughs> wow. That's a weird line. Well, at least he didn't say cowabunga. That's true. That was so overdone in the 90s. Like, totally outrageous. Oh, no. <laughs> That made me more <laughs> doesn't doesn't Robin say cowabunga in the uh, Batman yes Robin he does while he's on that yeah. maybe when they're surfing thing. yeah yeah here's the it's amazing how Batman is trying to save him because <laughs> Batman just happens to be in the office or in yeah. the court I always I'd assume that like maybe the... What? I always assume that maybe like Bruce Wayne was there and he did like a quick switch, or that Batman was there like as a witness or something, which I could see for the Val Kilmer Batman, like them having him as a witness. <laughs> That's true. I yeah, that would kind of work in this weird Schumacher universe. I do like that the he holds up a s- couple sheets of paper to half of his face and it stops the acid. Like, what kind of acid is this? It's, it burns through his flesh and turns it purple, but it's stopped by four sheets of paper? It's, it's rock acid, you know. Rock could scar you up, but paper covers rock. <laughs> yeah. So it's rock, paper, scissor rules. Rock, paper, scissor rules. I like that. <laughs> Did you notice how many pens he has in his pocket? He never had too many pens. True. I'd love to know exactly how he doctored the videotape. 
Yeah, I always wondered about that, security. too. Did he, like, kill a security guard to get down there? Well, he would have had to have fixed the glass. Yeah. I can't... <laughs> I love how, like, he has... <laughs> Goodbye, Gordon. <laughs> Look at Gordon. He's like, reads it, it's definitely suicide. <laughs> Doesn't say much about Gordon. the Gotham police. Gordon, what's wrong with you? Your comic counterpart is a good detective. Yeah. You're Schumacher's buddy. The huge green... It's like a greeting card. <laughs> okay, wow. You know, when I, when I watched this movie, uh, it was probably like a couple months ago, when I watched this movie, I was thinking to myself, I wonder if I know the answers to these riddles just because I've seen the movie before, even though I haven't seen it probably in years and years and years. Or if I actually know the riddles. That's the thing about watching a movie the second time around. Yeah. Yeah. I always wondered, because I've seen this movie so many times. But, you know, if I've heard the riddles another place, or if I got them from this one. But I maintain that Frank Gorshin's riddles are better. Uh, yeah. I I wouldn't go as far as to say his are better, I think... Um, they're more really, interesting. Had, yeah, they are more interesting. You definitely had to think of them a little bit more. I find <laughs> it interesting how the Riddler does not exist yet, and yet somehow he has items all over Developed. his apartment. Yeah, that has the Riddler costume on. Yeah, I remember those uh-huh. um, things in the '90s that would tell you yes or no. I remember they're this so song pop- in the background. You hate your boss, but in your dream you can blow his head off. In your dream, show no mercy. What the heck? Yeah. It's also amusing to me how on the back of his bike, if you look at the crazy antenna that he has, he has like a mini (laughs) version of his little invention. (laughs) It's like a brainwave thing for mice? I love how he looks at Wayne Manor and he says Wayne Manor and then nothing else, you know, just so the audience knows, like, wait, wait, what what is this? What's he dropping off? Where is he? So he just says Wayne Manor. Do you ever drive in front of a house and then, like, say, you know, whose house? Start talking about it. Uh, More statues of people. They're clothed. They're clothed. give them that. Uh, Yeah, yeah, you have to give them that, but at the same time, it's like, seriously. But why was that one broken, had her arm broken off? That was annoying. So it was like interesting how Chase Meridian is living at the city hall. <laughs> People that was live city. in their offices at Gotham, apparently. That's what oh, yes. It's all perfectly logical. <laughs> oh, I always hated Val Kilmer in this suit with his neck. It yeah, makes his neck short. Yeah. It's like, oh, why I'm, the... T- I'm Bruce Wayne. I hear a woman going, making weird sounds like she's getting hurt. So I bust down a door because I'm not Batman. Yeah. Must have been a weak door or something. (laughs) You can afford a door. I did find that clip. (laughs) 
amazing how not only does he knock out the door, but the entire frame. <laughs> See, I also wasn't quite... Deal. What? She's around Batman. She's like, oh, I don't mind the work. Oh, so should I call you Mr. Bat? Oh, Batman. But when she's around Bruce Wayne, she's like, you know, all strong and dominant. I know. I didn't understand why. It seemed like she's almost mad at him from the beginning. I mean, I well, get that he wrote your office, but it doesn't even... Is it even your office? <laughs> it's at City Hall. A match. That was a pretty good riddle, actually. I've just heard it so many times. <laughs> My opinion, this letter writer is a wacko. Yeah. Yeah. We got some expert people in Gotham. Oh, yes. I mean, come on. I could have told him that he's an obsessive with homicidal tendencies. Well, it's like it's like Gordon earlier in the movie. He sees the suicide video, the suicide note. Well, it's clearly it's a suicide. suicide. <laughs> <laughs> That's Gotham's finest for you. Oh, I thought the Rorschach thing was kind of cool, actually. Although that is clearly a bat. Yeah, come on. Maybe that's maybe that's a reflection of my mental whatever. <laughs> Oh, no, no, that, that's a bat. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if that Malaysian dream whatever is actually something. I just see it as something, some other kind of concoction from Joel Shoemaker. Yeah. Because it looks perfectly two-face-ish. That's just how the universe works. This next line that he says, it's like, why would you phrase the invitation that way? <laughs> I must get you out of those clothes. Excuse me? And into a black dress. Why would you phrase it that way? Yeah, yeah I would be friend. instantly creeped out. Exactly. <laughs> And like, okay, not going to that party. Oh, wow. and here begins the strange painted extras. Yeah. <laughs> and for some reason, they give Dick Grayson an older brother. Why are all the clowns wearing yeah. black and white stripes like convicts? <laughs> Maybe they are. This is Gotham. <laughs> The doctor? What kind of doctor? <laughs> I... Yeah. The goth the fundraising in Gotham just sucks. <laughs> I mean, in the next movie, you end up with Poison Ivy there? I would never want to go to a fundraiser again. <laughs> oh, remember the last movie, too? I mean, they got the... Uh, oh, yeah! The <laughs> and then, like, number up. one with the, pr the uh, parade... I guess that wasn't really a fundraiser, but... 
yeah, sort of. This is what always bothers me about, like, modern-day origins of the Flying Graysons. Like, in the original Detective Comics, issue uh, 38, where Robin first appears, I mean, he has a circus outfit, but it doesn't look like his Robin outfit. But in all the updated origins, they give him a circus outfit like his Robin outfit. Wouldn't that give the secret identity away? Yeah, somebody say, hey, that was just like... And then Chuck yeah, Dixon then, did the same thing in Nightwing Year One. He made it like, oh, apparently the Nightwing uh, outfit is an updated version of another circus outfit he wore. <sighs> serious? That's annoying. Better I mean, at, the, at a certain point, he's just wearing the little domino mask. I mean, if you were, if you had another hint, you would definitely figure out who that was. But yeah, I love the extra people in the frame because they're so ridiculous. I mean, look at the woman's glasses next to Bruce Wayne. That's Bob Kane's wife, by the way. Oh, wow. She looks so in- she looks so senile right there, but I'm sure it's just the glasses. I can't believe Shoemaker did that. Ah, oh, Chris Donald's earring. Yeah, yeah. It's the Shoemaker, Shoemaker said he did it so that Robin would be more hip. That's not hip. Well, at least they didn't go all the way with their original idea, which was making him one of the Waynes brothers. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. They tried to bring Robin in for both of the um, other movies that Burden did, but they just weren't able to fit it in with the plots. Yeah. I mean, there's so much going on in this movie. I think that's one of its problems, is that they were like, you know what this needs? Two villains, a love interest, and a Robin. And then they were like, how do we fit that into two hours? Well, Has there we ever been a reason given that they right. gave Robin a brother? I don't think so. Separate is the Batman cartoon, The Batman, had a better um, origin story for Robin than this one. Yeah, I was actually kind of stunned by how well done the also, Batman... I don't know if anybody noticed or not, but... Dick Grayson's wearing mascara. Of course. Yeah, I was going to say something, but I after the... Yeah, maybe it's just the hipness. <laughs> By the way, did you... We're what? supposed to be surprised when he turns around and he's two-faced. Don't we already know, know. that his, half his face is scarred? Like, oh my god! <laughs> like, the first <laughs> scene, I can understand. It's amazing how Riddler is like so enthralled with Two Face. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> I love He's... It. He takes down his Bruce Wayne posters and puts up Two Face posters. <laughs> I have a yeah. new hero. He does know that you can't radio detonate TNT, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm such a, not. I would have just none of to the science Gordy. works. <laughs> none of this science works in this movie. I'm like, ah, so annoying. I would just whisper to Gordon, "Don't worry, he's 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 full of it. Nothing's gonna yeah, blow up." Don't worry, that would never actually work. <laughs> <laughs> he's insane. <laughs> Odds are, like, really? That's that's a very big leap of faith that you have there. Yeah. I mean, even though he's right, I guess, but still. 
I gotta love that. I'm just gonna <laughs> shout to everybody that I'm Batman. I guess nobody noticed. Guess not. Even Chase was, was like, where are you going? <laughs> nobody sees him crawling up. Nobody sees him taking out guys. That was a cheat. That was a weak punch. Yeah. <laughs> and this is weird. What do you think weird. about them making Robin older? By the way. Uh. Well, see, the problem is I don't see how it would work any other way in a movie, a live-action movie. If it was animated, I could see it working, but. Like, even if Nolan was to somehow do Robin, I don't know how he would do it and not and still have it be serious without, you know, the fact that it's like a 12-year-old kid. It's, I don't really see how that would work. Well, Some the of whole, the, like, sources have him being Robin at 8. And then there's, yeah. like, he was 8 or he was 12. And then I could see why they did it for the movie because, you know, you like want to have that teenage... You want to have the teenage angst, too. Like the rebellion, yeah. so such I mean, teenage angst. Anyway. Yeah, you don't you don't get the same drama as you would if they had like a thirteen year old playing him. You might get a kid yeah. audience or something if you like. I don't know who they would have cast, like Jonathan Taylor Thomas or whoever was like a big kid actor at the time. Holly Culkin. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he was, he was old by then. Yeah, I don't know. Like, oh, maybe one of the <sighs> who's the. The Grayson's Osmond. falling in slow motion. <laughs> this was before he was big, though. That's true. The Grace, the Graysons were falling in slow motion, but while they were falling in slow motion, they still had time for Two Face to get out and everything. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, he, he's moving fast while they're moving slow. <laughs> Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. I know. I was just about to say that. I it's... find it extremely interesting how somehow. The bomb is has a radio control, and yet it's on a timer. What was the point of the whole ginormous radio control? Like I said, you can't detonate TNT by radio. Think about Bruce adopting Dick. Isn't he, like, almost 18 anyway? You know? <laughs> I know. He's so he looks, totally He looks sick. older, too. <laughs> and the, the weird thing is, were his parents even that high up? Like, would that fall have actually killed them? Because they, well, they looked were fine. In slow motion. They didn't fall on their necks or anything. If they would just have relaxed, they wouldn't have broken any bones. Oh, the whole thing with the motorcycles and Robin being a rebellious teenager. Yeah, that's why. You know, honestly, Bruce appears as some, as a millionaire, billionaire, whatever he's supposed to be, who lives in the time of Howard Hughes. <laughs> yes. Just based on what <laughs> when you he wears. get outside of Gotham, it's 1940 all the time. Yeah. Oh, he's got a Robin helmet. I was clever saying. foreshadowing, Schumacher. You're so clever. Yeah. <laughs> Still wearing the ugly earring. It's not even a, like I don't remember anybody wearing an earring like that. Big bulky thing on his on their ear that back then. No, the only people I remember that wore the big one earring were the people who also pierced their tongues. And I I was like, that's not him. That's extremism. So, yeah. Shoemaker was not putting his finger to the pulse of the 
coolness. He was just being weird. Also, a very oddly shaped motorcycle. Like, the engine is so thin. I don't know what kind of motorcycle that is, but I always thought it was weird. Is this the movie where he, he's like, um, they're talking about motorcycles and he's like, oh, you, you couldn't know. Yeah, it is. I was wondering if that was in, if that was with, uh, Barbara later. It's showing him all the motorcycles. I remember Barbara and Dick in the next movie riding on top of a big naked man on their motorcycle, but that's for another commentary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when does Bruce Wayne have time to restore bikes? Yeah, it's like why did he pick a I guess he has to pick a hobby like I guess he just has to make it seem like he has a hobby yeah I guess that's an easy one because he could just buy an old bike and be like I'm restoring bikes just, never actually do anything just, just because I'm kind of curious does anybody ever drink milk with a hamburger and onion rings no ew no. I didn't notice that, that was what he was serving that is yeah. it was like a, it was a real big burger which looked really good made me kind of hungry in the pile of onion rings, but then there was a big glass of milk in some, like, fancy china glass. Maybe it was actually, like, ranch dressing for That's disgusting. of the onion. Never mind, yeah. I'm it's not making this any better. <laughs> it's disgusting only because it was a giant glass of ranch yeah, dressing. Okay. That's disgusting. Did you notice those old pictures? Like, why do they look like they're from 1920? They were all in sepia tone, and they look like they're decaying. I also object to how they're... They somehow feel that they are obliged to show that origin. Like, yes, we know who Bruce Wayne is. We know why he's Batman. We've seen this. Just you... stick along for the ride. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot this whole part. Basically because it has nothing to do with the rest of the movie, but... Yeah, he gets flashbacks to his parents a lot in this movie. That's what I remember. And I don't recall his parents ever even being mentioned in Returns. No, they weren't. I mean, he was established. He was Batman. He was dealing with present issues. I mean, the fact that he's having these flashbacks is like, well, maybe you should be going to see Dr. Meridian. You clearly still have some issues. I mean, the whole point of Batman uh, is that he doesn't does have issues, issues at all. <laughs> you know what I mean. Also, does anyone notice that Val Kilmer's upper lip is larger than his bottom lip? <laughs> 
The only other person I know, the only other actor like that is Philip Seymour Hoffman, who I find infinitely creepy, but just bothers me. I guess that would make sense that Bruce would be having flashbacks about his parents because seeing Dick go through a very similar thing would probably bring lots of the issues back to the surface for you. I guess that's true, but I wish they would have explained that a little more, like had him pondering the pondering their demise and then flashing back to his parents or something. Because it just seems so out of context with the way they presented it. Also, I object how, to how quickly he adopted him. Yeah. And that's not a robin, if it's all red. It's a card. Just a thought. Some hero I turned out to be. All I was able to do was get the bomb into the river and save the yeah. circus. I suck. I don't like all the moody lighting used in this movie. Yeah, I mean there was some lights in Wayne Manor. I mean there, yeah, there was some moody lighting in the last two, but it was used to effect, not everywhere. Also, I must say that Batmobile. I'm sorry, Apple, but I don't like it. It looks like a fish. I mean, <laughs> with the ribbed sides, the huge dorsal thing. It's like really. <laughs> Too much. Too much fin. Why, why do I all think... the henchmen have to have so much metal on their face? Because <laughs> it's the Hit 90s it. and everyone was yeah. pierced. <laughs> Come on, get with the times. Everybody's got a beeper. And a piercing. <laughs> How did he know Batman was going to be on that road? He's he just like launcher? going around Gotham and like... Also, why does he have lit tires? Isn't that just a waste of energy? Oh, Two-Face, you kill all your henchmen. Yeah. (laughs) Hams it up! Yeah, I do have to say, that is a really cool Batmobile. Really? You think... Yeah, I don't think it makes sense for the giant fin at the top, but I mean, like, the look of it looks pretty cool. I like this one better than the one in Batman and Robin. Yeah, better than Batman and Robin, but I it's returns is more realistic iPad. though. Yeah, none of the Batmobiles are realistic. No, the Tumbler is a little bit more realistic, just because oh, yeah. you, even the way they describe it. It's a military grade vehicle. It's yeah, well, it's I'll meant buy to that. Do this, so it's not a you know customized uh, Lincoln or whatever it would be. I was trying to think of a luxury car, but I went blank. Here, here we go. We're coming to one of the most improbable scenes of all time. Yeah, I, I remember this coming. <laughs> <sighs> so annoying. No. And again, a simple cable that you have a bike lock on 
pulls it up. Well, I guess it doesn't pull it up. Speed? Hold it. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, no. Epic Joel Schumacher, what fails. are you doing? Stop it. Stop it. Stop directing movies. No, no, okay. You did okay with Phantom. I was about but to no, say, if you stop. had stopped directing movies, yeah. Stop after Phantom or something. Make Phantom, then you're done. <laughs> Go home. No. Yeah. No, the Batmobile. No. No. Naked so Man annoyed. again. Yeah, why is he doing that with the... His little program has David... The David statue? Oh, I remember. It's amazing how he has this stupid program to do There's this. There's a 90s outfit. <laughs> it's amazing how he's using this stupid program to do this, and yet somehow he doesn't even use program at all. He ends up just staring at the machine and says, yeah. oh, you got a cool costume. Yeah, like if you had sketch, he does know, I mean, Schumacher does know that, that doing that program, he would have already had to design all of the costumes. The computer doesn't just randomly generate them. He would have had to already design them and could have just rejected them while he was designing them. How long would that have taken to decorate that whole apartment? Oh, goodness. A really long time. The other thing is, when I first saw this movie, like, way, way back when, I don't think I ever actually remembered. I never realized it was Drew Barrymore playing that person. Yeah, I had no idea. Until somebody I didn't make said the connection something. either. I find it funny how it's supposed to be a kid movie, and yet... The women are wearing, like, the least amount of clothes that is possible without making it R. Yeah. It's kind of weird. And the fact that he's got them, like, trapped in his apartment just to do his bidding is a little weird anyway. Raw donkey meat. What if he wants to go on one side of the apartment? Like, does he have to always stay perfectly in the middle? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, what's the point of two beds? Where does he sit? Or where does he (laughs) sleep? The Riddler. I have to Does say, like, this costume. There? I have to say, like, this costume is is pretty is is isn't bad. I don't necessarily like it, but it it, it goes with what most people would relate the joke or uh, the Riddler with. Yeah, I like the cane or and the mask and everything. I wish he had gone with like a one question mark design instead of the pattern fabric, but that's just nitpicking. Something that uh, I'd always I'd really like to know is how in the world, one, the little mask that he's wearing on his face looks like it's a piece of felt. How does it stay there because it doesn't get tied off in the back? Uh, so what does he do? Glue it to his face? And the second thing is he has no hair right now. How does he grow his hair back when he's doing the press conference later in the movie? Oh, you're right. No, he has some hair. He just has dyed it reddish. Okay, but it's not like... It's not they, like okay, it was. Yeah, when they show him later on at the press conference and suddenly he doesn't look like a psychotic person, he looks like a businessman, he has a lot more hair. He has like the typical Jim Carrey hair. Yeah. 
it's not consistent. Even as makeup, or I can't tell if that's makeup or a shadow, but right around his mask, there's like this red line. Yeah, I think that is makeup. Because when he shuts his eyes, it's dark on his eyelids. Heavy metal meets house and garden. <laughs> God. Riddler's costume is actually more to- toned down than lots of Schumacher costumes. Oh, yeah. It's also interesting how his invention was already there. Huh. Yeah, I didn't see him bring it in with him. It's amazing how easily these henchwomen are all about doing whatever this guy says to do. Yeah. I shudder to think what he must have done to them. <laughs> That's like a Jim Carrey cliche. Star in a sentence in a low voice and then slowly raising yeah. your voice towards the end. Yeah. Kind of worked for the character, though. It looks like he, like, Two-Face is like, wow, wow. It's like he's almost on drugs. (laughs) And that line right there, I feel like a fried egg, it plays in perfectly with the 90s commercial about drugs. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? (laughs) I've seen that commercial all the time. Then they did an update of one where, like, the woman, like, beats up the whole kitchen. She's like, this is what happens to your school! Why is it... Why is that the ultimate riddle to him? Like, it doesn't make sense with his motivation in this movie. If he's so easily found out where Two-Face was, and he's already obsessed with Bruce Wayne, why is that so hard? I don't know. Even the old people in Gotham are dressed really garishly. Yeah. <laughs> so oh. I'm tough when I do laundry. <laughs> I call you Al because I'm an edgy teenager and I wear one earring. I'm so hip and cool. Whoa. Better oh, look wow. out. I love how him twirling around his laundry like that. First Inspired. of all, they have, a, they have a dryer. Why is he hanging his clothes to dry? Second <laughs> of all, he twirls it around and suddenly Alfred's like, oh, he could be a perfect sidekick. <laughs> yeah, I... The policeman, or security guard, I guess, just stood there. They're all just standing there. Two-Face, teach me how to punch. (laughs) Why is he wearing a tiara? (laughs) Oh my gosh. 
He has his glasses on again. Wait for it. He's going to pull them off dramatically. To make a point. <laughs> you know, for Gotham City being one of the biggest cities in this universe, um, the news station looks like crap. Yeah. GNN. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's how TV was in the 90s. And we just, like, we just forgotten. You need Burt Ward down in there helping him with those riddles. Yeah. <laughs> A ballpoint banana. <laughs> I don't understand why the kid wants to stay, wants to go in the one room that's closed. Why does he care so much? Yeah, that's annoying. But that that does happen in every movie. Okay, see, look at his hair. Like, his hair is super long in the back. Uh-huh. And it's not red. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, obviously he could dye his hair, but the fact that the back of his head was shaved... Yeah. And now Maybe it's, it's not, a it doesn't make any sense. The dog. What? <laughs> like, does no one notice... No one notices that they're actually oh, getting down. And I don't understand what he's even stealing. No, this is not a Batman movie. <laughs> no. This is too... Oh my gosh. And there's going to be people that hate me because I just like totally loved Returns. This is so creepy. Yeah, and it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Alfred's like, where are you? Okay, you're up there? Alright, good. I'm gonna go in the room that I told you you can't go in. Yeah. Oh, come on. Why would you assume that really? that... Really? That any of that stuff would hold your weight. I love how the door closes in slow motion, as if Alfred wouldn't expect to, like... Why wouldn't Alfred just shut up behind him? It's amazing how the, the bookcase just moves. That's all it does. He just has to hit it, and it just moves. There's no security yeah. except for the door's locked. <laughs> and it also is amusing how he comes in and everything turns on. <laughs> Even though it's an intruder alert, it okay. He could have he could he could have realized that Bruce wasn't Batman if he didn't turn on all the bat stuff and have the Batmobile suddenly appear. Yeah, we just would have been like, okay, there's a secret cave under the house. Yeah, this guy's clearly <sighs> weird, but yeah. Yeah, then yeah. Yeah, there's different versions of the story where um. Dick either discovers Bruce's secret on his own, or Bruce tells him. Most of the versions, Bruce tells him, which yeah. I can see why. Like, he's only spent, like, one scene with Dick so far in this movie. I know. I don't under 
you kind of don't understand why he adopts him. Because, like, if you're just going to leave him with Alfred the whole time. It's a red leather book that we never actually tell you about at, towards the end of the movie. Yeah. We make this ginormous deal about it, only to let you know that once the special edition comes out years later, that it, all those scenes were cut. <laughs> well, not quite all of them. The ones that get you thinking and wanting to figure out what it actually is. Also, why does she assume that it's a repressed memory? She doesn't know that much about him. Could just be he's dreaming of a metaphor about a red book. The red represents the... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I think he's fascinating, clinically. Why are they whispering? I know. I don't quite get... <sighs> Does she fall in love with all her patients? Maybe. Maybe just the ones that are rich and have yeah. secrets. And One I'll... thing I find super interesting is how easily he's just going to give away his secret. Why does that happen in every one of these movies? I'll buy one of them, but I mean... In, in, re in return, it was somewhat plausible because he didn't really give it away to Selena. They just both kind of realized at the same time. But yeah, Vicky Vale. Yeah, Vicky Vale was a little weird. I love weird. how he, he had a beeper. Uh, he, he referenced the beeper. Um, and then has a watch. So, yeah, the ha he has a watch that has a TV in it. That's a little, uh, a little crazy as far as uh, the other car. It's crazy considering he's got technology that's a little bit better than the other ones, but at the same time, he's, he's got, got technology, technology that's outdated. Yeah, he's got technology that doesn't even exist yet. Well, yeah, I guess you could probably get a video watch by now, but I mean, but now you probably <laughs> could because you can make an LCD screen super small. Yeah, but definitely I love how not. Master Dick has run away, but you don't care because you've only spent two minutes with him since you adopted him. Yeah. <laughs> how he goes to pick up a hooker. He's so weird. I never got that those were hookers when I was little. I figured that those were like, you know, the mutes. Yeah. I mean, fat boy! I find it interesting how he thinks he can just roll around in the Batmobile and tell people he's Batman and they're all just going to believe him because he has the Batmobile. 
This could, well, be like a, this could be like a spin-off of Jason Todd trying to boost the tires. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Again with the neon. <laughs> neon and black lights. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my god. I forgot my suits. And who is he trying to save again? Some random that, chick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's just taking out his anger because his parents are dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just does deep dead, issues. So I'm going to pick up fights. You know, they're very bad at, you know, showing the stunt double's faces while they're doing these, these, yeah. these, these fight scenes. What was this supposed to be? A biker gang or like a death cult? Uh, I think the cast of Cats. <laughs> Set to Blacklight. Doesn't Batman get to kiss the girl? Uh, it's like uh, Spider-Man, only this, I guess, did it first. Uh, yeah. But yeah, an- another cliche. What? Why was she hanging out down here? Maybe she got <laughs> captured. Sure. Oh, Robin, or he goes up the the fire escape towards a big group of people. They got yeah. glow sticks. <laughs> it's like a rave. <laughs> they don't even what stay was... to fight the real Batman. The scene should be sort of sad and emotional. But it's not. It's a joke. It's not. <laughs> it, and they just cut it off right there. Well, Dick's anger at Bruce is, you know, legitimate because, hey, adopted him and spent two... This is like their second scene together. Yeah. <laughs> I was fighting you. Or punching you while you stood there. This is another scene that should be really emotional. And they kind of almost pull it off. Well, this one's more so than the Batman scene. I always thought that this was um, him explaining why, like, in this movie and in Batman and Robin, he doesn't kill, but in the Burden films, he kills. And, like, he kind of says huh. that, you know, he, he, made, he had the revelation that, like, you know, it just doesn't work. And I always thought that that was what happened at the end when Penguin died in Returns. But that was just me as, like, a 11 or 12-year-old trying to connect the continuity of the films. <laughs> doesn't now I realize that. it's just bad writing. <laughs> yeah. I like how he says, I'm a part of this, whether or not you like it or not. And it's just, like, 
Um, really? Because <laughs> I'm Bruce Wayne and I'm Batman. I can kill you. <laughs> I could dump you down the caverns of this Batcave and no one would ever find your body. <laughs> no one would ever know. Look at that guy in the big blue top hats. <laughs> Ritz Gotham. And that's the band they hired. Oh my god! The, 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 the saxophone! Even the saxophone is neon! Schumacher! Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess he chose Drew Barrymore as his date. Yeah. I I hate that. How come you don't look that good in that suit? Like, really? Is there something I'm missing? They're just average. They're both just average looking guys. Maybe that was a failure of casting, or maybe I'm just weird because I don't think Val Kilmer is exceptionally. Adorable, but... I find it funny how Jim Carrey has a mole, and he does it because Val Kilmer has a mole. (laughs) I never noticed that. Well, I noticed that he said, how's my mole? He didn't have it earlier, and then, like, as I'm looking at Bruce Wayne, I'm like, oh, wait, he's got a mole right there, too. Yeah. Nice. I mean, this creepy old man <laughs> is dreaming of paradise. I don't know if I'd want to go in there, though. Like, and have everybody see my innermost thoughts. Exactly. I know. Like, what if he's married and his wife's like, son of <laughs> Yeah. At this point, I think if I was Bruce Wayne, I'd be a little suspicious because... I mean, I like to know how the TV can see their thoughts. Yeah. Like, they can imagine it by, you know, messing with their mind. I get it. But how would the people on the outside be able to see their thoughts? That's a little weird. Yeah. The magic of Schumacher. Oh, look, dramatic glasses. Another one. <laughs> and then he does it too, because Bruce did it. <laughs> Oh my god, even the tray that they were just carrying the drinks on is neon. Uh. <laughs> How much money are you, like, oh my god, if, if you live in Gotham, buy stock in neon. Yeah. <laughs> and what is that neonish machine? I always thought Chase, like, dancing with Edward, like, looked really weird. It's kind of hilarious, actually. I don't understand why Bruce is so obsessed with trying to test this thing out. He's curious. 
Well, he should have a hint yeah. that it's not a good thing. think that this random chick is just going to let him do whatever he wants yeah. when she's there with Edward. And why is he so desperate to get Bruce? Well, Bruce is his hero, so... Yeah. And does he have a suspicion at this point that he's Batman? I don't think so. I don't think... I think he just really likes Bruce a lot. Okay. Be your fantasies, well. Also, why does it map the brain? What is it? Doesn't make any sense. The machine. I'm assuming that the TV is off. That's outside. Otherwise, everyone would. dumb look on his face. There just happens to be an exit there. Mm. Why don't you just change inside of the room? Yeah. <laughs> or Probably in that because hall. his bat costume is in the car. Okay. Oh. He's not like Superman or Spider-Man where it's under his clothes. <laughs> also, it's interesting how he just slid down that thing, didn't have gloves on. He's yeah. fine. That would hurt so bad. <laughs> and for the younger people in the crowd who are listening to the podcast, this might be a little bit too much to mention, but if you look at the cleavage of that girl that's with Two-Face, why is there pieces of metal sticking uh, out from the suit? That's just weird. I was kind of thinking that, how much that would hurt. <laughs> Why did he have to break through the window? Dramatic yeah, entrance. Yeah, excellent entrance. What did he Your fall entrance was good. His was better. Oh, yeah. Did you see Two Faces drinking two glasses? Oh, so course. dumb. Taking your motif a little too seriously. I like how he's drinking some kind of drink that's green. What? What? There's no wine that's green. It's an evil drink and then a good drink. <laughs> He's drinking like lemonade and then like Yeah. <laughs> Wait. He had his Robin suit in the car? I forgot that part, I guess. And the best thing is nobody will know his secret because nobody's ever seen Dick Grayson in that nobody's, office before. Yes. Especially those same rich people that were at the circus. <laughs> My place midnight. I hate place. that where she just pulls him aside. Like, shouldn't you let him do his job? Yeah, that extra second could be valuable. Exactly. <laughs> the elevator wouldn't have closed. It it's is funny such. She's so exasperated. She's like, oh, oh yes. 
it's such a cliche, not only in superhero comics, but now superhero movies, to have the whole, oh my gosh, ha 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 ha, the woman who I'm in love with as my regular self is in love with my superhero self, ha ha ha, it's so ironic, I'm in a love triangle with myself, isn't this ironic, ha ha ha, ha ha, yeah. oh, come up with a new plot, my gosh, I'm so tired of that in a superhero movie. How would anybody survive a jump that long? Your computer-generated image? <laughs> what? Oh, come on. Oh, oh, come on. No. No. Like, even if that were there, why did he assume it was there? <sighs> Here's the other thing that's really amusing. All that gas is being shot into the room, but there's lights in the room, which means the gas would go <laughs> off. Yeah. This is interesting. <laughs> My heat blanket. Because his cape can somehow cover his entire body. There's no way that would work. There's just... I mean, oh he could God. have a heat-resistant cape. He's still going to get right his there, face... It looks like George Clooney. Not that one. The, the one right when he's bursting out. It looks exactly yeah. like George Clooney. Dancing when he thinks he's dead, then why can't you just... Uh, it's like, I, it's Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote. <laughs> meep, meep. Where are they even? Is this like... I got the impression it was underground, but it looks like a construction site. It's a construction site, but what doesn't make any sense is why would pieces under of wood be holding... Maybe? Yeah, why would all of these pieces of wood that are held up by scaffoldings be preventing all of this rock or sand or whatever the heck it is... From coming down. Yeah. It, it's a movie. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> yeah. With Transformers coming out, everyone's like, it's a popcorn movie. It's supposed to be fun. But you know, if they did something like this to Batman nowadays, my God, the world would not. Okay. Live. He had to dress up as Robin in order to uh, save him underground where no one was. He keeps the earring in his costume. Ugh. Why'd you need the Robin costume to do that if no one was going to see you? That's a good point. Okay, Nightwing. I like that. Uh, I like how he suggests Nightwing, but on the closed captions it actually says Night as in Night of the Rounds Table. Yeah. Making it the Nightwing we all know. <laughs> well, I think that I think that they meant Nightwing, like Nightwing, but whoever was doing the closed captions obviously <laughs> no. wasn't a Batman fan and just, you know, winged it. No pun intended. <laughs> Why did he get hurt? Well, I mean, why does it look like he's patched up? Yeah, just on his side. Nowhere else, just on his side. Well, then that's where he's got his armor. I would buy it if, like, the bottom half of his face were burned off. <laughs> that's what actually should go on. I, I mean, find it interesting how he has, like, char marks on his face where... He doesn't have his mask was. He's got a slow motion thing of her yeah, twirling her hair. That is so creepy. I've never been in love before. Um Yeah. Selena who? Vicky who? What? <laughs> That's why when this came out I was like, is this in the same continuity? Like, you know, 
there was some uncertainty because they kept Pat Hingle and Michael Goff. Yeah. But everything else seemed different. <laughs> like, the whole feel of the movie was different, not only because of the different director, but the different score and 90% yeah. more neon. <laughs> no, with more neon. Why does she sleep naked? <laughs> oh. Sexy scene. Why is she sleeping? If she if, if she said my place midnight, well, it doesn't even look like she was sleeping. Like she does not look like she just woke up. So yeah. she was naked because she knew he was coming, and she's in the. Okay, I see what she had planned. Wow. <laughs> Subtle. So, oh, Batman, take off your suits. Batman's whipped bad. He's doing midnight booty calls. (laughs) And Val Kilmer's lips are not that attractive. I'm wishing you were somebody else. Oh, but there's a twist in the love triangle. Now she's in love with Bruce Wayne. So Batman's getting rejected. But you see, guys, the ironic thing is Bruce Wayne is Batman. (laughs) (laughs) It's so clever. And it's not overplayed at all. This has never been overplayed in any superhero movie or comic. This is one of the worst, though, because she makes such a big deal out of it. Like, <sighs> Yeah, she's a little bit of a tease. Invites him over like, oh, yeah, never mind. I know. Batman at this should point, not smile. Especially at that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind a smiling Batman once in a while for certain things. I'd love to know how the paper knows that Batman survived. Because Batman <laughs> wants to release press releases. Evidently. He's got a... Alfred's his press officer. <laughs> <laughs> also, he scanned his whole brain. If you, Did he take a physical scan? Or did he read his brainwaves? It's one or the other. And neither are actually possible. Riddler and Two-Face touch each other a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It's getting weird. Are they sitting on the same chair? Yes. I love how Batman, or Bruce Wayne, I am not going to be Batman anymore because Chase wants Bruce, not Batman. Yeah. And I've known her for a few days. <laughs> I was ready to tell Vicky my secret after one date. I've had like two dates with Chase, so I think I've waited enough. And she's rejected him both times? <laughs> yeah. Wait, then you'd be alone like me? Isn't his whole point that he's not alone anymore? I 
find it interesting how he says you kill him and then what? You're alone. Like, not killing the, the person who killed your family is going to make you any more less alone. alone. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Why doesn't he just say something like, how about this? I'll turn you in if you kill him. <laughs> Because they then, had this conversation Because then Nick would say, then I'll tell the police that you were Batman. That's true. He could go there. Oh, it's Halloween. What a clever framing device. <laughs> Battle for the cow. It's interesting how they didn't have anybody show up at Bruce's house that's dressed up like Batman. <laughs> Since Actually. everybody in Gotham knows about Batman, why wouldn't there be kids dressed up like Batman? Yeah. I don't know. Well, Bruce's house is really out of the way for trick-or-treaters. <laughs> but they would go there just because they would get the good stuff. Yeah. Oh, like, I'm oh, sorry, we we're all house. out of candy apples, but here is uh, your entire college tuition. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I find interesting is Nicole Kidman, she appears a lot more pale than she should be, or than she normally is. It's like they purposely made her look like the porcelain doll. Yeah, she's very light, and they made her hair look all fluffy. She looks so fragile. Oh, no. I mean, that causes him issues. <gasps> Flowers dropped, just like my parents did. I like how they made um the murder of his parents, though, like, you know, in, at least in keeping with continuity. I don't know if they used the same scene, but it looks like a shadowed version of uh, the young Jack yeah. Major that they used. Like, the hair's the same and everything. And it does kind of look the same. But Instead of just shooting a new scene. Yeah. Uh, when I say, well, I, I guess they shot a new scene, but instead of, you know, just completely changing the scene. Yeah. Wow, they're hugging. Eh. <laughs> <Wow>. Yeah. <laughs> I have nothing They're really excited. <laughs> I, I have nothing. Let's. I'll just put it this way. They're... they're Using they're characterizing these people the wrong direction. Yeah. From what they should be based on the comics. I'll just say nope. that. Yeah. Definitely. And now it I've goes from a date to a therapy anyone. session. I want to tell you something that I've never told anyone. He's such a liar and a player. I've never told this. Not I want well, you to feel special like no other woman I've been with. I slept with Vicky my first night. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, he didn't tell Vicky. He just kind of turned around. Oh, Vicky's in the Batcave. And Selena was like, oh, hey, we just said the mistletoe line. We must be Batman and yeah. Catwoman. What's really interesting is that it would be more... It's almost like he, he feels like he has to tell her that he's Batman because he hasn't been able to get with her as easily as Vicky or <laughs> Yeah. 
He's like, oh, this is a little difficult. I, if I just tell you I'm Batman, well, then you'll really want me. Yeah. And it's only been a few days, too. I mean, <laughs> he's really impatient. I mean, he's Batman. I mean, you wait a week and Poison Ivy will be around. <laughs> yeah. Or, and you got Julie Madison in the next movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean... And they don't even mention where uh, Chase Meridian went. Like, at least in Returns, he's like, oh, you know, Vicky couldn't handle the duality. And the next movie, it's like Chase Meridian just disappeared. Yeah. Never to be mentioned again. And especially for somebody they created for the movie. I mean, it's very similar to what they did with Rachel Dawes, but at least they made her have a reason and eliminated her in a way where we weren't going to have to have questions about where she was going. Yeah. And they could have got him rid of her because he and Rachel didn't get together at the end of Begins. So I, I mean, was, I think it was a good way they did it, though. Yeah, yeah. It, it drove the story. I guess, and we'll get into it more when we do Batman and Robin. But you know, Batman and Robin was so crowded. I mean, could you have really fit, you know, like the Nicole Kidman thing in there? That's why the movie's already crowded. You don't even need Julie Madison. She oh, just no. takes up, like, those extra scenes. And she's just there so Batman has a girlfriend. Now, Chase, she must not kiss a lot of guys because somehow she knows just by touching his lips that that is Batman. <laughs> well, she kissed Batman. True. Right? I'm, I'm just saying, it's just, it's interesting to me. Yeah. She's oh, like, come on. oh, I know you're Batman just by having two seconds lip locked with you. So, yeah. It's really corny. They act like over-excited, overexcited eight-year-olds, and not just in this scene, but throughout the whole movie. Oh, yeah. Show me how to punch a guy. And it's what's... how the door's locked, but somehow his little device can unlock it. Yeah. It could be locked with a key or deadbolted, and somehow he knows. It's so dumb. Oh. Like, is everything electronically controlled? <laughs> intruder alert! Intruder alert! Shut up! That I like to remember. It's amazing to me how he's been spending his entire career making this mind control device and somehow he can control electronic devices now yeah how did he find the frequency is there designated frequency of the bat cave that you could do anything with it's also amusing how he takes his cane and stabs it into the concrete because he's that strong <laughs> there's lots of people that have a problem with this scene of two-face yeah, I, 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 I get that criticism. Like, Two-Face wouldn't flip a coin until it becomes... I have a big problem with that. And I was going to mention that, too. That's not real. He doesn't f keep flipping a coin until he gets what he wants. Yeah, the that's... Point of his, the whole point of his, mo his, his moniker is that he goes by what the coin says. Yeah. So, are we to assume that all those criminals also know that Bruce is Batman? Like, the henchmen? Because point. then, because that, 
because that's a pretty big loose end. Because spoiler alert, but uh, you know, Two Face dies and Riddler is just insane at the end. But what about these criminals? Yeah, uh, the henchmen—they all just go do whatever. They probably don't. I know. mean, we can assume that Two Face and Riddler didn't make them privy to the plan. Yeah, they probably just said they were going to rob the house. Yeah. Kidnap. It's such a shame that that Batmobile had to be blown up. Apple would be crying right now. <laughs> There's so many things wrong with this. Okay, uh, one, he, he does the crotch grab. Uh, uh, joygasm? Come on that's now. Not a, yeah. That should not be in this movie should not be in any movie <laughs> wait where was he sliding down the stairs <laughs> because it looked like he was just sliding oh okay and the henchman just left him why not Just make laughing noises at each other. Yeah. It must have been exhausting to play those parts. Because they're so high energy. Ridiculously high energy. Don't think I need to see his eye that close. Now he's lost his memory. Oh, wait, that was a deleted scene. What <laughs> <laughs> if I was pillowcases are monogrammed? <laughs> and now it's not. Oh. Dun dun dun. Because it's symbolism, because the BW is his identity, but now that the BW is not there, he's lost his self and he has to find it. It's actually very autistic. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> I'm just pretending to be a pompous film critic explaining it. The, those chains, little, yeah, the chains I, don't look like they'd actually hold anything together. Yeah, you could... He has a Riddler and, couch. Oh, God. I forgot about suit. the jacket. I forgot. Uh, <sighs> couldn't she just reach down, slide the things... Slide the chain up to her knees and walk somewhere. Batman will come for me. What a cliche thing for somebody in a movie that's captured to say. And <laughs> the last time she saw Batman, he was shot. So I know. Oh, really? I also don't like how the bat signal doesn't match what actually goes up in the sky. Yeah, it like, somehow turns... Well, I, I know what you're saying, but I was going to say, it's interesting that when the question mark appears, somehow the bat symbol turns green. Turns yeah. green, yeah. Because that's possible unless you change the color of the actual bat signal. 
Oh, I forgot this extremely weird. Mr. E. Mr. E. Nigma. I mean, how does M-R-E make any more sense than M-A-H-E? I mean, I was okay with all of the other riddles. And how did he not figure that out before? Come on. With a name like Edward Nigma, too, like, that's very yeah. convenient. <laughs> that your name, like, is Enigma. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Why? Why? <laughs> no! The butt! <laughs> That's so... Uh. I don't like that costume anyway. It's like silver. I mean, I like the black. The bat wing is awesome. Who built Robin's Alfred. costume? Alfred, I would assume. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. They, he just said it. Why does he have to stare back at Alfred to say, yeah. Robin? Robin. And why does he have to have a Robin symbol on his mask? Because yeah. um, like his mask he stares back at Alfred because they had that conversation in the bedroom before about the meaning of Robin, so I guess it's like their little thing. Or it's bad writing. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go with the bad writing. I don't understand why. Like, I I get why it has to happen, but like, seriously, if you were a superhero and you had a mask, how would you be able to put that black stuff around your face, your eyes? So that your eyes. I don't really, I don't really get the point of it. The lamp black stuff on their eyes. I don't know. I don't think that Robin has had any training in driving that thing. He can yeah. blow up. I'm sure he hasn't had any training at all. That's right, he hasn't, besides his little acrobatics. Yeah. I mean, how hilarious and realistic would it have been if, like, he doesn't even make it out of that tunnel, he just pulls up (laughs) into the wall, and he's like to Alfred, I told you not to encourage him. (laughs) Now we have to explain a missing circus boy to social services. (laughs) And I I still have to top stop Two-Face. Okay, one, uh, the bat wing flies through the bat signal and goes from green to back to its original color. And next, just for a second, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and next, it Commissioner Gordon gives Batman permission, go, go, go! What Why was did the you like the signal if Batman already knows? Yeah. I mean, wasn't that just a waste of time flying by... Why light the suit? Oh, oh my God! I totally forgot about this. The mines, yeah. <laughs> why didn't they? Why wouldn't they? Just, uh... Oh my God! Well, that person driving the bat boat is not Chris O'Donnell. Hmm. I don't think that person could be any further from being Chris O'Donnell. No. The Batwing looks extremely flimsy. I mean, I like the design of it a lot, but... Well, except once again, we have a fin, but... You are such a bad movie. 
It is terrible. Oh my god. Why are you playing Battleship? If they what didn't do it, then they should have like come out with like a Batman Forever edition of Battleship. That would have been awesome marketing. <laughs> I don't know if they did it or not. It would have been very satisfying to explode Chris O'Donnell. You know. If he was battle. playing Jason Todd, maybe. Yes. Oh, come on. I mean, do they really think they've killed Batman at this point? And how long has Robin been underwater? You could only hold your breath for, like... We well, did have a rebreather for a while. They just, when those guys got him, that's when they yanked it out of him. I just find it interesting how it's convenient how the bat wing goes down very close to where Robin's being captured. Yeah. I also find it interesting how Batman shoots out of the bat wing head first when clearly he was he would have come out face first or uh, feet first. Right. There's a there's a buoy like from and 66. Shoot something through the water like that. Like that net. It would have just like gone a couple gone a foot or something and then stalled in the water. Holy <sighs> rusted metal, Batman. Oh. <sighs> I love how they try to make up for it. I know. It's full of holes. Holy. Uh, 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 what a clever nod to the 60s show. Ha 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 ha. You're so clever. Uh, oh, you Batman writers. <sighs> it's just... Bad. It's funny, you can go from like Batman and Batman Returns where I just had admiration to this where I'm just so condescending about everything. <laughs> like all we were talking about like was how amazing the scene was. And now it's just how inaccurate or awful these are. You know it's funny? Because I was talking about how in Batman and Batman Returns, I was like, maybe I'm just being nostalgic. Maybe it's just my childhood. But you know what? This was part of my childhood, too. Yes. And I'm kind of on this. I didn't under... I mean... There's... You always have to have a certain amount of suspension of disbelief. But nothing in this movie works. Like, couldn't they have researched anything... I mean, the boiling, from the boiling acid to the, nothing actually would ever work. Well, that's just a writer who doesn't know a lot about things in general, who writes a story because he thinks it's a cool story to tell and not actually realistic. Uh, but this, that even bothered me when I was like eight. <laughs> See, the bird of <laughs> like, oh. me. They had the right, like, even though the Burden films got some things, I guess, wrong, like Batman blowing up the strongman and everything, and, you know, Penguin and Catwoman's origins were a little off, but the feel, it felt like a Batman movie. Like, the feeling was right. This feels like a multi-technicolor extravaganza of silliness. (laughs) 
Chrysodonic lines are so bad. Notice how, um, and I guess they're kind of following suit with what the animated series did, but, um, they're, they're giving Dick Grace and Tim Drake's outfits. Yeah, well, they didn't, I guess they just wanted the long pants, which yeah, almost because, doesn't make sense since they clothe everyone else as little as possible. <laughs> well, that R symbol, too, didn't appear until Tim Drake was Batman. But in the animated series, they just yeah. went ahead and gave uh, Dick Grayson Tim Drake's outfit. And I, I felt at the time, especially because the animated series was very popular, that they took a lot of animated series elements into the for this movie. Maybe I I'm guess wrong. a little bit. Okay, rocket boots. Rockets in your boots are not going to make gears switch out. When you hit the top of a wall or at the top of a ceiling, the magic doors do not just happen to pop up. Yeah, that was annoying. How he escaped okay. the death trap. And this suit. Oh Lame. my! Goodness. I was just thinking the same thing. I was going to make a comment. It's and he's like got Wolverine hair all of a sudden. Yeah. David Bowie in Vegas. <laughs> There's exposition for you. Yeah. You can't suck brainwaves. It doesn't work like that. You'll never get away with this. I'm his voice really, like that. I don't really? know. I'm sure they thought that line was clever, but it didn't come off quite right. How much money must they be spending? Look at all those strobe lights and stuff that they have going, <laughs> the spotlights going. It's like a concert stage. Yeah. And Don't why is Two Face standing in the background laughing? he's like a giddy little boy. Yeah. What happens to Two-Face's henchwomen once uh, the Riddler goes to jail and Two-Face dies? I'm sure they find another career option. <laughs> Perhaps on that street Robin was on. <laughs> I always wondered how they built this all these elaborate death traps. I mean, isn't this supposed to take like a couple of days? And in the span of days, like, uh, Enigma Tech became, like, very big and was in every home. Yeah. I mean, I guess we can say that it was longer, but... But it seems like... I don't know. It seems like a longer time frame wouldn't work. Yeah, it's all one giant death trap. Thanks. Duh. 
another nod to the 60s TV show. Really? <laughs> Naked man on a throne. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how there's all those neon lights, but yet somehow, knocking out that one light makes everything. Yeah, that <coughs> was that Isn't also that, like, the, the brave thing. <sighs> oh come on! I mean... Okay, this does not make any sense. Oh nineties. <sighs> Doesn't make any less sense than any of the other parts of his plan. Very true. Very true. Bummer. Yeah, there's a the 90s word. Everything has to be in slow motion? Really? Break her ribs? I mean, That's how Spider-Man's girlfriend died. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can't it's a, be falling at terminal velocity and just have the rope go taut like that. That's a very famous Spider-Man story where his girlfriend is thrown off of the bridge and he's like, I'll just web her. And then when he webs her, her, her neck breaks and she dies. Ooh. Yeah. See, I kind of like that. That would actually make sense. Yeah. It's very disturbing if you think about it. Yes, it is. <laughs> and the Robin suit has nipples, too. <laughs> they get rid of him on the Batman suit, but then they add him on the... Robin they getting captured, the, the first in a long series of probable cat. Yeah. Oh, I forgot this part. It's kind of evil, actually. To just let him fall like that. Yeah, exactly. After all that, Robin's no, saying... That technically them killing Harvey. Yeah, exactly. Like not him dying yeah. on his own accord. Exactly. The and fact the prolonged... that Batman sits there and says, you can't kill him, and then he kills him. Yeah. Whoa, nice hair, he looks so weird. That's one ugly, ugly man. Yeah. <laughs> Look at his skin. Ugh. 
That's actually kind of a good prosthetic, though. Because it is fairly repulsive. Even though, why are they assuming that if he loses all of his knowledge, it's going to mess him up like that? Are they trying to say there's something psychosomatic going on? I don't know. And then this bat, th- nobody knows what the bat is because the bat had something to do with the scene they cut out. <laughs> yeah. You know, this Arkham Asylum, I like it to a certain point, but I don't understand it in another point. Yeah. I don't like the interiors very much. I gotta say, though, they did a good job with uh, casting Jeremiah Arkham or whoever oh, it's yeah. supposed to be, because it looks just like him from the comics. Oh, yeah. So is she supposed to be working at Arkham Asylum, or is she just visiting because... I think she just is visiting. And that right there, I, I forgot. It's not They named it the doctor after Tim Burton. Huh. I always felt that the Arkham looked a lot like the layout for the exterior for Arkham that they had in the TV show, too. Yeah, you're right. That's why. That's one of the things I felt that there was like a real animated series feel because this was the first one that was done after the animated series, which was immensely popular. Yeah. Yeah. It also plays into the fact that they had the uh, remember Riddler's place. He lived at the Crisscross Laundry Facility or something like that. <laughs> that's something that Paul Dini would do too. Yeah. I didn't understand why they had him in the straitjacket without tying the straitjacket. <laughs> yeah. Didn't make any sense why he had so many straps and bandages either. Yeah. You don't give back a gift and say, I don't need this anymore. <laughs> That's very insulting. And but she's kissing him anyway. <laughs> eh, whatever. And Alfred's just shaking his head. Oh, I've seen this play out. No, I'm not going to see you in the next movie at all, will I? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like, understand. You're done, and you're done. Nobody else is coming back. Yeah. And in the slow motion running oh. towards the... And then in the next movie, they do it with Barbara. <sighs> Look how awkwardly they run, though, in slow motion. And that's like a nod to the '60s TV show and the cartoon. Oh yeah, I never, I never picked up on that. I feel dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's the end of the movie. The credits are playing. Let's just go over overall thoughts of the movie. What the heck? Yeah, that's kind of it. I mean, the plan wouldn't work. It doesn't. None of it makes sense. None of the science works. None of the characters work. Well, well, okay, I was going to try to find something redeeming in the characters, but, which, I, I don't know. Favorite lines. Doesn't Batman get to kiss the girl? 
I'd <sighs> like to get you out of that black dress. Excuse me? And into... Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Into that... Into... <laughs> Oh, 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 see, see, it's okay. He wasn't really a pervert. <laughs> yeah. Harvey, I'm Batman. <laughs> I just find it amazing that nobody heard him. Yeah. And they Chase probably assumed was... it was like an I am Spartacus moment. <laughs> like that would everyone, be funny, like, like everyone's Batman? I'm Batman. I'm no. Batman. I mean, overall, I have to say that, you know, it wasn't the worst movie in the world, as we know when we get to the next one, but um, it definitely wasn't the worst. I mean, there were, like, being a, a guy growing up back then, even now, Nicole Kidman was hot in that movie. Nobody can deny that, from a male perspective, at the very least. Um, she, she was a good-looking chick in that movie, and... I didn't think Val Kilmer did a very good job. He was really more for the Bruce Wayne aspect, more so than the Batman. Um, that didn't even work. I mean, he was, that wasn't he, he was cheesy, but it was like it, he, he could pull off the look of Bruce Wayne. Oh, well. Like, honestly, if you take a picture of Val Kilmer as Bruce Wayne and put it against Christian Bale as Bruce Wayne, they look very similar. When How this did. movie came out, it was such a pop culture phenomenon. I remember Batman Forever was everywhere. Like, there was no escaping this movie. That's because they marketed it a lot. Or they they oh, uh, yeah. promoted it a lot more through sponsors and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as a kid, this was, like, very, very big. And I remember when we got the video cassettes... And I think at that time, my brother was more into Batman than I was, but we still watched it a lot. Yeah. I didn't watch it as much as Batman Returns, because even very young, I knew that the plot was ridiculous. <laughs> Here's that one song, A Kiss from a Rose. That was in all like... Kiss from a rose on the gray. <laughs> yeah. Ironically, the movie that like actually got me into Batman, which we'll go into next time, was Batman and Robin. But really, you got interested yeah. in Batman? You, you, I can't believe that. You, well, that you weren't no, I'll, I'll, right I'll, away. I'll, 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 I'll explain in the commentary. Okay <laughs> then. It was actually some of the some of the lead into the movie. Oh, here's the little soundtrack credits. I don't remember half of these songs being in the movie. I know. Did they play, like, little snippets? And... It's been on, like, people's radios. Anyway, I gotta say the Batmobile was cool. I liked the Bat... Uh, the Batwing. I thought it was a cool, more modern take on it compared to what they had in 89. I don't know anybody who says they don't like the Batwing. Because it was pretty cool. I like the Batwing's design. I think it did look flimsy, though. I mean, true. True. it wasn't a very good prop, but I do love the design of it. So, Yeah, the movie had some fun moments and some cool-looking stuff, but yeah. less neon. Less... I think they were, they were going for, like, a sweeping visual movie, and it just... I think they went too far with the neon and some of the set pieces were really overdone. 
like I think the Batmobile was overdone. Like, do you really need like four fins? And the yeah. I the nineties was oh my god! Like this movie's really dated. A lot of these lines. Oh yeah. Batmobile's not a beeper, and then. <laughs> Bummer. The the the, the dress then. Like, the 90s just threw up all over this thing. Oh, yeah. With the turtleneck? I'm pretty sure that was a 90s thing, too. Yeah, yeah that definitely was. And Two-Face and the Riddler were oh. a lot more affectionate than Penguin and Catwoman were. <laughs> really happy was... and, like, jumping around all the time. Like, they were on Ritalin or something. <laughs> More like speed. Yeah, Ritalin would calm them down. <laughs> they needed That's to be. Needed yeah. to be on. Well, but I didn't get why. Like, what? What was his point? Was Was Riddler trying to be the smartest man alive, and that was all he wanted? Or well, what? If he was then I don't understand why he was trying to figure out who Batman was. Because I know. If he figured out who Batman was, that automatically made him the smartest man in the world. I yeah, his objective didn't even make sense exactly. And then why he needed Two Face? Because you have to have a villain team up in the movie. That's like, and <laughs> right back then it wasn't as big of a cliche. And I think that Batman Returns was one of the first superhero movies that did it. Like right now, it's just a cliche. Like the whole. Hey, let's team up and go against the hero. Yeah, that's true. And Two Face and Riddler were together a lot more than Penguin and Catwoman, where they kind of like had their little moment and then turned on each other. But Two Face and Riddler are pretty in sync, which makes no sense at all. Because they both kind of fly solo in the comics. They don't really. Well, I mean, aside from now with the Riddlers in Gotham City Sirens. For such stuff. a tragic figure, Harvey Dent sure smiled and was very, very happy a lot in this movie. Yeah, I think Tommy Lee Jones, no offense to him, I think he's good in other stuff, but he was a complete failure in this role. And it doesn't even... It bothers me that they brought in Harvey Dent in the earlier movies. At, wasn't it Billy D. Williams? And yeah. then they switched to someone completely different? Like, couldn't they have at least have picked an African-American so that we would have been like, oh, that's reasonably the same Harvey Dent? Well, we you talked know? about in the 89 commentary, Billy D. Williams signed on for Harvey Dent because he was told that uh, he would play Two-Face in one of the sequels. Yeah. Like, and they had to buy what? out his contract for Batman Forever. Yeah, and he, they, so, Warner Brothers really lost out on that because yeah. Tommy Lee Jones was a big actor at the time, but I mean, I don't necessarily know that he did what we would have wanted to be done with Two-Face. Right. Yeah. And I don't know that Billy D. Williams would have, but I don't know. I feel like someone else could have done a better job. But then again, maybe it was just the direction and it was doomed to failure. And the Robin thing just seemed like really, really rushed. Like he's adopted. He has one scene with Bruce. 
yeah. before, like, you know, he discovers he's bad. And then Alfred shows the costume. No training, he's operating this heavy machinery in. I mean, my I mean, criticism he'll... just from the comics is because he's too old. Not only is, but not only that, but he's also kind of too old to really be adopted at that point. It's... That's true. I mean, it's a lot more complicated to be adopted when you can drive. Because you have to change your driver's license and everything. And yeah. it's... Well, they never yeah. actually said that he was adopted either. That's the thing. They said that he <laughs> was staying with him. He might have just he been had nobody else to go to. And why I did mean, he have I'm... nowhere else to go? Like, wh- what happened to the rest of the circus? It's said in other mediums where they talk about the origin that the circus was deemed an unsuitable environment for a child or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But they didn't even address that at all. And I mean, like I said, you could have had a kid actor for who was big at the time, like Jonathan Taylor Thomas or someone do a younger Robin. Yeah. And I guess you would have gotten the kid audience, but maybe they thought that that would make the movie too campy and 300 pounds of neon wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. They would. They were cautious about campy in the wrong way because I think that would have worked better. I just don't like Chris O'Donnell's Robin at all. He was only in the movie long enough to be annoying. It was. Okay, so let's get into overall thoughts. Let's just each one of us let's rate it out of five batarangs like we do with everything else. I guess I'll start off with, uh, you know, like I said, there's some things that about this movie that are very out there and abnormal, but at the time, this was the movie, the very first Batman movie that I saw as a kid, because, I mean, Batman 89 and Batman Returns, they were out there, but I saw bits and pieces. This was the very first Batman movie I saw from start to finish, because I was like nine or ten years old at the time, so, needless to say... I liked this movie when I was a kid. I thought it was awesome. Now, Batman Robin's a different story, and we'll get there when we do the commentary. But um, as far as the movie overall, I would have to give it a three out of five batterings. Well, that's quite generous. I'm going to have to say two and a half out of five. Yeah, I think I agree with two and a half out of five because it did have some merit in that like some of the costuming was alright the Riddler and stuff and that last bat suit I liked a lot and some of the other design elements but almost everything else was wrong and I, I did watch this movie as a kid and semi enjoy it but I've never been very good at suspension of disbelief <laughs> so I I have a serious problem with the master plan. And, yeah. Alright, so that's going to wrap up our commentary for Batman Forever. Stay tuned next week for the commentary for Batman Robin, which I'm sure a lot more people will want to hear that one based on how much we... (laughs) (laughs) How much we love that movie. Exactly. (laughs) So this is Dustin... This is Savannah. You got Josh. And you've been listening to the Batman specials with the Batman Forever commentary. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Tune in tomorrow. Same bat time, same.